You're listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast, discussing all aspects of precision and long-range rifle shooting. This episode is brought to you by Impact Dynamics. And now, over to your hosts. Well, hello and welcome to the Precision Shooting Podcast. Uh, this is episode 130, 130, and uh, with me this evening, Andy Little, not the, not first place, not runner-up for the season. Third place for the season for the PRS in uh, 2019 in yep. production. Yep, no, I'm still pretty happy with that, but, you know, you've got to share the love. <laughs> we'll get on to that <laughs> in a moment. And, uh, and, and chief spotter at the PRS on Sunday for a bit. Oh, I was just one in a team. I wasn't chief. <laughs> okay, t- team team spotter, uh, Dutchie. Just a cog in the machine. Yep. Yes. How was, how was a cog time? It was, we were... A few of there was a bit of grinding. There was a bit of grinding with some of the years, but we got through it. Needed more lubrication. No, we just you know you need to screen some of the spotters for impact Tourette's before you let them go on the range. I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Tell us about that. Tell us about that. Well, as I've more than alluded to, I think one of our spotters had impact Tourette's <laughs> and was just yelling impact when it. Well, not I would impact. say yelling more like. <laughs> <laughs> Then realising it hadn't happened, and then, oh dear. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> that definitely happens. It was a lot of fun. Good, mm. good. Well, we will get onto that momentarily. Um, but, uh, yeah, obviously wrapped up the uh, 2019 Vortex Precision Rifle Series finale just over a week ago, about 10 days ago that that was held. And, uh, yeah, plenty of stories, exciting times and good fun out of that. Mm. Uh, but we will save that for a little bit later on. What Anything else been going on, gentlemen? I think someone's been shooting lately, recently. No, I think no, a I whole heap of people were shooting last weekend, <laughs> 48 of them. Yeah, we've moved on from that, though. Have did, we? Oh, what? we're going to cover that later. Sorry. Yeah, what, what are you doing? To, what did you do today? I went shooting. Well, Yeah, that's well. what I was trying to allude to. <laughs> I think well, that's well the first time in 18 months. No, probably a bit over 12 months. You're right. Good. And, How, uh, how's your shoulder? You ever going to do it again? Fine. Oh, no, it's a bit loud, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit loud. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Not wrapped. Nah. Yeah, uh, nah. I was take, taken away from my den, okay. <laughs> which I've been occupying for the last too long. Had to let the couch breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it missed me. It's like it dried out a little bit. <laughs> no, nah, it was really good. Mm. Really good. Had an absolute bowl. Very good. Did you end up hitting hitting much? Uh, no, no. I said I went shooting, not hitting. Oh. <laughs> not impacting. Made lots of noise. Yeah. Not a lot of that. I think I heard one of those, but it might have just been a flashback <laughs> from, from other people who were good. Uh, excellent, excellent. All right, cool. And what were you running today? Uh, I was running the three hundred eight and the three hundred ultra mag. Nice. Yep. Just uh, boom. Yeah. It proper was. boom. It was a proper boom. Mm. Mm. Excellent. No one else wanted to have a go. I even I offered it and yeah, yeah, I'll have a go. And then they just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Scaring them off. Useful. No, I think I think they had to go. But mm. that's uh, that's the way it goes. Well, we uh, we were broadcasting on uh, Patreon, but I believe we uh, we may have seized up. Yeah, oh. are, uh, not working too well. Anyway, you look happy. I, I was. Oh, here we go. We're back. We're back. Hey, Patreon. No, he's less happy now. <laughs> I was going to say that's a shame because I like to look at myself afterwards. Do you? Oh, there you go. <laughs> now you can look at yourself there. Yeah, it's all going on. 
It's all going on. Cool. All right. Well, oh, what else is going on? <laughs> and he's putting his soccer pose on. <laughs> Cross your arms. All right. Little beefcake. All right. Good. Uh, I was in Sydney on the weekend for a uh, not a shot expo. It was nowhere near that. It was a Penrith gun show. It was pretty small. Um, not small. Just uh, it's pretty quiet. Yep. But I guess a lot of uh, a lot of New South Wales are having a. Challenging time right at the moment, so perhaps mm. buying projectiles and scopes wasn't top of their agenda, which is mm. uh, fair, just fair. But on the way back, I did uh, I did see a stack of uh, South Australian fire trucks on their way over to New South Wales, which yeah, right. uh, yep. was uh, encouraging to see. Yeah, yeah. No, good on them. Mm. Which was uh, which was good. And mm. I don't, just trying to think if there's anything exciting happening there. Oh yeah, I was in the uh, in the hotel that I was staying at in uh, Emu Plains. Which is, uh, you know, clearly a top top suburb of. of uh, that sounds like a tourist de- destination, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. Emu Plains. That's, I swear that's been in that Lara Bingle campaign. Where, all your... <laughs> where, the, where the bloody hell are you? I'm in Emu Plains. <laughs> well, I was. I was... never been to Emu Plains. Don't lie. <laughs> I was that night. I was that night, and I was like, all right. Well, I might, I might head over to the Irish pub at some point. We'll just jump on their website and see what's going on. This is just on the Friday night, and I've jumped on there, and like you know, front center, there's a. A picture of the Blink-182 Tribute Act. And I thought, oh, okay. Awesome. All right, I wonder when they're, they're going to be on. Oh, in, in an hour. They kick off. All right, well, I wonder what tickets are worth. I'm a bit of a Blink-182 fan. And the last time I saw Blink-182, they weren't much of, they were they were nearly as good as a Tribute Act anyway. So I thought, oh, well, these guys might be all right. And it was free. So I went... That's the perfect price. So yep. I wandered over there for dinner and uh, made friends with a whole bunch of Blink-182 fans. Nice. Which was good fun. Yeah. Warm, rocked my skate shoes. <laughs> I, was, I was in my element. It was awesome. good. Um, Did you get what you paid for? Um, I probably got more than what I paid okay. for. Yeah. To yeah be fair. Nice. <laughs> they, were, they were fine. They were yeah. fine. They were not amazing. They were good though. Yeah, yep. yeah, proper tribute. So, so they were yeah. up to up to par with Blink One Eight Two then. The, the last time I saw Blink One Eight Two, yeah, definitely they'll be on that <laughs> comfortably. <laughs> Many other bands kicking around the Emu Plains there. Not that I saw. Okay. There was an acoustic act there on Sunday by the time, but they were just wrapping up by the time we got there. Was uh, that just some show? Irish guy who's just really hungover, just like? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> could have been. <laughs> could have been. I'm not going to write that off. Yeah, and he was better than Blink One Eight Two actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably just probably drank more than all, all of them. That morning, <laughs> he's, he's sitting there playing along, going, "Oh, these Irish dancers, they'll rock up one day." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one day, one day. So, anyway, that was uh, that was good fun. Um, and uh, shout out to Sean Watts who came out and had a few beers, and uh, Ian Porter helped me um, from uh, what's his company's name? I've, I've had a mental blank. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Porter Porter Machine Works. I reckon that's the correct wording on it. Anyway. I was going to go some whiskey. <laughs> whiskey distillery. Hmm. Go with that then. There you go. go. That. Yeah. Porter's, Porter's Whiskey distillery. distillery. There we go. Sponsored by Irish Jig Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so, yeah, thanks to those guys for coming and helping out and having beers and all that sort of gear. Mm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was always nice to catch up with a few mates. And then on the way back, I uh, I stopped in at the uh, the one and only Mr. Ben Jarrett, the long gun project extraordinaire, and uh, checked out his new place in Hay. Oh, nice. oh that's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got a balcony. He's got a, a back veranda big enough to host a PRS match on. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Where does he live? Hay. Hay? Mm. 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 Look, <laughs> I've got a joke. What do gay horses eat? 
Go for hey. it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Ben know. <laughs> Just in case he was wondering. Mm. That's one right. of life's mysteries, isn't it? Solved. <laughs> I came into this podcast wanting to know the answer to that question. Yeah, now right. I've got it. So we, uh, we're done. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Precision. No, all right. We've got some other stuff to talk about. Uh, we hit 200 subscriptions. Um, we hit 200 subscriptions on YouTube, uh, which is great. Thanks. 200 more than what we had to start with. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. You know, you're spot on. Yeah. Yep. So uh, thanks for the guys who who do choose to watch us on YouTube. Um, I never thought that was a real medium for a podcast, but you know, proved me wrong. Mm. Um, yeah. So uh, and actually, if you haven't seen it, the one that we did, well, I can't remember the episode was called. Was that four pack of penguins? It was the uh, the bag episode. Yeah. Yep. Um, that one there, we actually put more in the video than just the title screen. So if you look through, you actually get to see pictures of the bags, possibly a penguin. Oh, nice. I can't remember if there was penguins in it. But anyway, someone watch the video and tell us. Somebody watch the video and tell us. Hmm. Dutchie's looking bored. Sorry, mate. Yeah, no, I'm just. He's just taking all in. gazing at me before. I'm I'm sort of self censored a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> Penguin related. Yeah. All right. Um, <coughs> Don't self-censor. I tried that. Didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, new products. Uh, I'm about to have the Hornady A-tips arrive at Projector Warehouse. Uh, finally, I know the, the, there was a shipment earlier in the country through another another importer, but the importer that I use uh, has got them. Got them in Sydney. They'll be coming over next week, so they'll be going out. Are you guys going to try them? Oh, if, if I can get them for free, yep. <laughs> but you, you won't be able to get them for three for free if you become third. Free for free? No, not no. for three. Okay. Not, not if you come third in production, mate. You don't get yeah. anything for free. Oh, that's fair enough. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm waiting for the G tip. <laughs> Good. Good. A little bit higher, is it? Oh, it's <laughs> it's as high as a gangster gets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that audio. No, I would be keen to see how they how they go. I'm really and, and the feedback. Yeah. yeah, really interested to see how they will go. I'm I'm keen for a three three eight to come out and try mm. that on three three eight or a three hundred Win Mac. I think that's where they will perhaps really yep. shine. So because they're not cheap, they're not cheap uh, mm. pieces of metal. But um, anyway, see how they go. See how they go. The other thing that I did see come out uh, that Delta Tactical announced they had this week was what was this called? A rail changer. Rail changer X. <coughs> right, sorry, I forgot the X, and the X mm. is what makes it sound cool. Yeah, um, it's like it's you know the tenth version. Yeah, you're looking at you. Yeah, yeah. That. Do you know Roman numerals? Are you a are you an Apple fan? Are you? No, <laughs> I just <laughs> I listen a little bit at school. <laughs> <laughs> The Area 419 Rail Changer X is here. So this is basically a game changer from uh, from uh, Armageddon gear. Waxed game changer, OG. And you get a thumb stop and a sort of like one of those plates um, mm. that uh, Grey Ops make-ish. And it's a plate that's attached to the bag uh, because they did like this Arca Rail bag, but the Arca Rail bag had one mounting point. At the back, yeah. and the, yep. the rail sort of came out the front, and the bag hung off that. Yeah. It was still a thin little rail, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Whereas this this appears to be mounted the whole way along, and the, the actual connection point is in the centre of yep. the plate. 
So that'll be interesting to see. Hmm. Uh, it does look like it would be uh, pretty sturdy. Yeah. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah. So that's worth checking out. Hit up Delta Tactical for that one. Um, speaking of Delta Tactical, uh, two-thirds of the uh, contingent that are currently in the USA uh, are from Team Delta Tactical. So Luke and George and Ash, of course, as well. All three of those boys are in the US and have been there for a little bit now, a bit over a week. Uh, Ash, I believe, was heading to K&M to do a training course, which I think we did mention. But the other boys went down to Texas to hang out with Paul Reed for a week. And mm. uh, they, uh, they they did all right. They shot a club match down there with a, with quite a few good shooters. Mm. How do they go, Andy? I, th- I, well, I reckon I've seen them do very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw, saw a few photos there, a few um, of the results, and yeah, it looks like they've definitely put us on the map there. Yep. Yeah, represented us rather well. So, so what you're saying is they won. Yep. They won. That's the one. Yep, they went out there and they uh, they, they actually drew. I don't know if there was a tiebreaker stage or not, but uh, oh. yeah, they both end up on 80 points and, and the next best uh, was on 78. So the, the boys... Yeah. Boys went there to shoot. Showing them how it's done. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. More, more importantly, have they replied to your team support? Uh, my message? my video, my video, which uh, is, I had I had to somewhere, but um, I do not believe they have replied. I do not believe they have replied. Yeah. Uh, oh. Who knows? Ouch. I know. I know. Just all that seven hours just gone. Just gone. No, not quite, really. <laughs> I think, to be fair, if there's a difference between them... <laughs> to be fair, I had no intention of anyone watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I was rather bored one day. <laughs> yeah, no, it was never meant to be released and it, it got leaked. So, um, Yeah, who leaked that? Uh, me. Someone in this office. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, that's the way. That's the way it went. So anyway, they're over there, and I haven't seen any updates from Ash apart from him let me know that he had to arrive safe. Is he sound. trying to fly under the radar? I you think, think? He, is oh, he doing yeah. the he's doing the stealth? He's in the secret camp. He's that, that sort of way. Yep. He is that sort doing of way. Meditation. Impact. Yeah. Impact. Impact. <laughs> <laughs> Visualize. Impact. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Those bloody Australian spotters. They were like impact. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me off my game. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any creative uh, uses of the word impact on the uh, the finale? I reckon Touching. I heard some. Yeah, uh, I just struggle to say it when it when I'm when I'm meant to. So I don't want to, <laughs> you know, deviate too far from the norm. Yep. Yep. Okay. No, I, def- I definitely heard a few creative ones. <laughs> what you hear? Just, oh, I can't replicate it. It was just. <laughs> yeah, and that's just, the other thing. I can't replicate it. We had a we had a chicken man doing. <laughs> Doing impacts on our state, it was yeah. magnificent. Yeah. <laughs> it did. There was a bit of chicken influence there, yeah. really, wasn't there? There was, uh, there was, uh, yeah, a bit of <laughs> crossover. But anyway, that's uh, that's good as long as they're enjoying themselves. See that's it. the main thing. That's it. So, yeah, so we're hoping, uh, we're hoping the USA boys are going well. Uh, the US, but the Australian yeah. boys in the USA, you know what I mean. Um, they, uh, yeah, they'll be rocking it. So, another, another couple of, um, Couple of days. Well, this is we're recording this on Wednesday, and the finale uh, is Friday. So, hopefully, yep. those guys and uh, and a few others uh, will be updating us uh, how it all goes over there, so we can mm. keep everyone posted. So, uh, I would stay 
Stay close to the Precision Rifle Series page, probably our page. Uh, the Impact Dynamics page will be sharing as much as we can out over there yep. On, yep. on what's going on over in the US. So if you do, if you do happen to see anything, uh, you know that a shooter's put up or anything that's relevant to uh, the, the those boys, please tag us in um, Precision Rifle Series uh, or Precision Shooting Podcast, and we'll make sure it gets out there and amongst it. Mm. The more support we can show those boys, the better. Um, and if anyone wants to record a ten. message 10,000 times, do go for it. <laughs> <laughs> or if they want to record 10,000, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Well, cheers, mate. If it doesn't go so well, it could be a very boring flight home that they've got to mm. keep themselves <laughs> amused on. There you go. <laughs> Options. <laughs> Options. Yes. Anyway. Good. Well, um, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're done for the year for PRS. That's, uh, that's it for, uh, for the matches. Um, still obviously club matches and stuff going on, but that is, uh, that's wrapped up, uh, what are we, six matches and, uh, and the finale. Yep. Uh, pre-season's already started. Pre-season's started. <laughs> oh, right. What's happened? It's oh, just, no, it's no, just been just... drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pre-season, pre-season drinking yeah. Yeah. started. Contemplating next year. Contemplating next year. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get onto your next year thoughts uh, after, yeah. no doubt. But, um, well, I mean, the, the joy is that everyone in the round, Brunty sends his apologies tonight, by the way, something to do with fire trucks and work and I didn't really understand the message. But anyway, he's okay. uh, he's, well. he's on his way. Um, all three of us were at the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy, you were a competitor. Um uh, Dutchie, you were one of the ROs, one, or one of the um, spotters running a stage, and I, um, I was, I was certainly there. Uh, so, Andy, maybe give us some, give us a bit of rundown on a paint, a paint an overall picture for us. An overall picture, um, yeah, I should have prepared this. I knew it was coming. <laughs> That's pretty much how the weekend went for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was your overall picture, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm yeah, feel that every shooter was. Oh, I should have prepared this. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's did this. I read the stage brief? Nah. <laughs> Gnarly, what's that? Yeah, the book came out. What? Sounds, the, sounds uh, Spanish. The day before, I probably should have read it. But. <laughs> no, yeah, well, a, that's that's one thing. The book came out uh, on was Wednesday it, was night. It, yeah, it was a few days. Yeah, a few before. days early. Mm. Yeah, help hindrance didn't make any difference. Any thought? Uh, I did have a flick through. Um, yep. Sort of read a few of the stages, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be awesome." <laughs> <laughs> And, um, I can hear the genuineness in your voice. Yeah, about five stages in, I was like, oh, I'll read this on the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know that's, that's fascinating because I think you are one of many yep. who like got it and went, I'm just going to, I'm not, you know, I, I want to read it when I'm focused. Yeah, 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 right. Yep. Yeah. So that's procrastination technique, isn't it? Perfect. I read this when I'm fucking. Nah, I'll just wait for the day. Nah, I'm, I, I work better without reading. <laughs> I'll read I don't read instructions when I put together yeah. IKEA stuff. I'll, I'll read it afterwards. Yeah. I'll be focused on the day for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. Okay. Okay. No, but, um, no, it was a really good weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Stages were challenging um, and very dynamic, which is which is good. Like it was good at, that it was challenging yep. and different. Um, yeah. No, it was good weather. We had a bit of sun out, fair bit of mirage, but. Um, yeah, no, it was it was a good weekend. Really enjoyed it. Cool. Mm. And so on Friday when you got down there, you you were down there Friday. Yes. Yep. yep. What did you, from practice point of view, what did you do? Did you, was um, it any different to you this time around, or is it not a not a whole lot? Nah. So I pretty much confirmed zero. Mm-hmm. Um, did I think two groups, and I was like, oh yeah, there's sick groups like some. Oh, of the that's best right. Of, you, yeah, yeah, that was some of the best groups you'd shot, according to you. Yeah, yeah, two three shot groups, and they were just like, you know, holes touching. I was like, yeah, sick. I'm happy with that. Took it out to 500, confirmed that, and that was pretty much 
done for me. I think it was about 30 rounds all up. But out of that 30 rounds, I had three misfires, which sort of threw me off a bit. Um, Yeah. Okay. Sort of played with my mind and then ended up going home and reseeding all my primers a bit bit harder. Um, I think that was the, the main issue. Were you intending to go home? Or you... I was that night. You yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely not staying up till midnight doing that and stuffing around. Yeah. Gotcha. Because it was a fairly early start the next morning. It was. I think it was 6.30 or something. Mm. But, yeah, I had to get up at 5, I think it was, or, or a bit before. But, yeah, didn't didn't have a whole lot of sleep and that's all right. It's all part of it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> That's the one thing that put me off PRS when I saw the what? start time. Like oh. 6.30 in the morning. Like in the morning. <laughs> yeah. We, in the morning. Too, it's not too many What even happens at 6.30 in the morning? <laughs> Haven't you got kids? <laughs> That's when like, yeah, but I've trained him to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> By trained he means cast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that no, rum I just, really I just kicks keep in him up real late at night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just turn it down to stun a bit. Right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, for, we Sorry, don't have too many. Un- have, no, no, uh, you're right. I was going to say we don't have too many unemployed people shooting PRS. That's probably why. Yeah, well, so, that's your problem, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> probably why. Um, yeah, early early start. One yep. of the earlier earlier starts. Big days though. Yeah, I mean, I don't, okay. I don't mind it. This, this time of year, it's nice to have an early start. It doesn't really affect yeah. you too much. Yeah. Uh, with the, the sun being up early, definitely during winter, you you notice it. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's cold, and yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Yeah, at that time of morning, it's quite um, comfortable. Yeah, for sure. So I don't, I don't come out of my den in winter, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you waited till November to yeah, go for exactly. a shoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah sun's out, 25, quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come out. Yeah, yeah okay. maybe. <laughs> Get the ball. I don't know. Oh, the couch is there. Oh, I'll just sit there, baby. <laughs> Another wasted day. <coughs> Perfect. See. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, it, was, it was a good weekend. Okay, cool. <laughs> and who was, uh, was there any, any other production shooters in your squad on Saturday? Yes, I had Reese with me. Okay, and um, he definitely stepped up very well. Yeah, okay. There was a few stages I struggled on, and uh, yeah, he just came along and nailed him. And I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, man. he has certainly stepped up uh, over the course oh, of the definitely. year. Yeah, yeah, well and well and truly. Um, and I think that's also a sign of oh, wait, one of the decisions he makes and practice mm. he gets, but also the the, the club kicking in over there. You know, starting to click in. Uh, oh, kick definitely. In. Yep. in Victoria, more opportunity to shoot and practice and do those sort of things. And mm-hmm. I think we'll see more and more of that. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I need to step up my game. Yeah, yeah. you do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Mm. Dutchie, coming, uh, you, you wouldn't have been involved with a match since the PRI days for some of our listeners who have been hanging around for a long time. Um, <laughs> Andy, I'm not sure that's got to do with PRIs. Um, anyway, that's a personal. I don't know what he did. What did he do? Bit of, <laughs> oh, bit of chafe. He, he just rubbed his nipples. Is, is what <laughs> they he were did. the good old comfort goat days when you could bring a comfort goat to a comp and not be frowned upon. <laughs> well, they were provided, sorry, actually, sorry, weren't I they? I didn't realise Jordan was here. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's uh, back in back in the comfort goat days. <laughs> the good old days. The good old days. Sheep in New Zealand. <laughs> We are. I was Bronte, mate. Probably. I was Bronte. Um, we don't discriminate. It's all good. That's all right. Uh, what are we talking about? Anyway. Uh, so, anyway, yes. PRS. So, so you, you were involved with your first PRS match, uh, having been a veteran of the PRIs in terms of running stages and stuff back then. Different? Similar? Better? Worse? Um, it was different, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, it was a lot more 
Um, I don't want to say rangy, but it was rangy. There was a range, yeah. there was a firing line, sort of structured, you might say. Well, no, the PRO was uh, oh, yeah. very, very structured. I felt, mm. um, mm. but you know, the distances were a lot longer. There was more room. There was separate sections. It's you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really hard Dipness. to compare. Different atmosphere as well. Uh, no, just the just the stage setup is yeah. different because there's a you know, sort of you're in your own you know Dutch would have been in his own area yeah. and running yeah. his area and not several any kilometers other from yeah, with anyone yeah. else anyone else, like yeah. you, you can't even hear them shooting yeah. or hear yeah. their impact calls mm. Um, mm. which I did notice at the PRS with the um, noise cancelling headfo- headphones with the microphones you're getting a lot of uh, fe- yeah, okay. feedback from yeah. the other stages. Like hearing uh, their impacts on target, or hearing them yell "impact," and uh, that that took a while to get adjusted. It took, took, took probably a couple of hours to get the microphone setting on my headphones right, so I yeah, wasn't okay. getting too much feedback mm-hmm. uh, from other stages, and I couldn't even. Yep. Yeah. So that was that was interesting. Um, it looked like a lot of fun. I was. Very jealous of the people shooting it after uh, <laughs> oh, a, a few minutes. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was great. I'm really excited to start shooting next year, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, it's comparing. I, I can't really compare it to the PRI just because mm. it's so different. Um, yeah. Just in the setup and the the size of the range that we were on. Mm. Um. Yeah, it doesn't really compare. But also a lot more shooters and a lot more helpers, a lot, lot more people around. Yeah. Uh, I don't know because yeah, like I can say, I was I was only on my stages. I had mm, plenty yeah. of help. There, yeah, I don't fair. know how many people rotated through, like 30, 40 shooters mm. in those days. Oh, about more. yeah, about thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Tops. yeah. Yep. Mm, but no, that's that's mm. good to uh, good to know, good to see, and. The qu- I think like the quality of the shooting was a lot higher. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend than at the PRI, and the caliber size has come down because there yeah, was a lot of that's uh, right. that. Yeah. They were like thirty cal days, like a yeah, lot of three. Yeah, a lot of yeah. uh, Winnie mags, uh, a lot of three weights, and now it's uh, probably more six five and six mil. Yeah, there was only there was three two d threes. Yep. Uh, one was a, an AI, and there was one three oh eight. Yep. And the rest were sixes and six fives. Yep. Yeah. So I've noticed that, you know, a lot more people are focused on recoil and you're shooting a lot shorter distances. Like what was one of those shots at the PRI a mile? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there was a few shots at a mile. Yep. And then a lot longer, longer ranges. So, um, but yeah, the pace had certainly picked up in the stages. Okay. Uh, seeing people run through. Mm. Uh a lot more engagements, a lot faster. Yes. Yep. Um, but yeah, because I was on the same two stages all day, I didn't really see the other ones. Of course. Uh, but yeah, um, I did see the stage brief, and uh, yeah, I'd say it's like a lot closer targets, more engagements, and a lot faster. And I'd say the shooting has become of a lot higher quality. Like yeah. people are tuned into the this type of shooting; they can just set up their equipment, bang, 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 10, 12 rounds down yep. in a very short amount of time. So it was very impressive and it looked like a lot of fun. Mm. That's a really fair comment as well. I mean, yeah, many of the shooters, not many, 
Many of the shooters that shot the PRI were at that match, um, you know, quite a few of them. And so that, you know, the shooters, it's not because there's different shooters, it's because, yeah, they've they gotten better at what they do. And also you, you raise a really good point, the distance. We don't have the, the big distance ranges yet to play with. It's starting to get there, but we don't have them, so they have to be tested in other ways. And that will be a really interesting thing to see with the guys in the US when they go over, when they, when they go over, when they shoot the match, is how they go with with the styles of stages that we just can't simply can't run here mm. um, with the distance stuff. And But I, I suspect if they get stages where they have to get through stuff quickly, they will be all over it because that's what we do here. That's mm. what we're, you know, not all of the stages, but that's plenty of what we do here and have done and, you know, that'll, that'll change and ebb and flow. But, you know, we will see more. Hopefully next year we'll see some more longer ranges happening and involved and we will... Yeah, we will start seeing yeah, perhaps a slowdown in some of the stages and mm. smaller targets and a lot further away. But, mm. but uh, Trent was the match director for well, the, the written match director for the uh, match on the or the, the finale, and then I had to execute that, and that was uh, that was a learning curve for me. You know, having someone else write your match, yeah, right. you didn't really you know like you thought oh, I'll do a bit of changeover, a handover, and then and then get on with it. And I don't know whether I un- – well, I underestimated it, but I don't know whether I, yeah, could have not underestimated it. Like yeah. it just didn't realise um, some of the additional things that I, you know, needed to do that just didn't come naturally. You know, when you write your match, you you know, you just sort of know everything that's going on with it. Yeah, you've got your head wrapped around it. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you've sort of – Grown and even when you get other, you know, I've had other guys write stages with me for the match or write a stage and throw it to me and I put it in the match and that sort of stuff. That happens. That's that's great. Uh, but that's very different to having someone write the entirety of the match and then you you put it together. And so learn a lot, learn a lot. And you know, I, I certainly think that that could happen. That could work well in future again. Um, but if I was going to execute it or someone else was, I would I would have a list of things for them to do that you wouldn't normally do on a match, um, you know, in terms of uh, just going through some stuff and perhaps an earlier handover and, and yeah, there's probably probably some details to go into that um, not things didn't suffer greatly because of yeah. it, but just things that I thought, yeah, that could have been could have been a little bit better. So, yeah, anyway, that's, that's uh, right. that was one of the things that I got out of it. It was, uh, it was good. But overall, I think it was, uh, it was a good fun weekend. Yeah. Um, it was a tough match. It was... Smaller targets. Um, but, you know, Trent went with, went with the idea of, well, everyone here has shot at least two matches. There's no guys who are absolute beginners here. Um, let's make it harder. And, and the, the, mm. the guys who are at the pointy end, including you, Andy, had to work for it. Oh, definitely. And if you didn't put in the time and put in the efforts, <laughs> you you suffered. Yeah. Um, and it really penalised you. Yeah. And, you know, guys, you know, guys like uh, I remember um, Birchie came up to me and uh, – and he looked disappointed. I saw what's going on, mate, and he just went, I zeroed my first stage ever. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, out of all the matches he shot, got zero on the first stage and just, you know, it was it was that tough match where, you know, guys mm. who were right at the point, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure Luke got one stage, at least we got one on. Yeah, right. That's pretty rare. For, yep. Yeah. And, yeah, so you really got punished when, uh, yeah, 
on, on some of the stages, it's really tough. Yeah, it doesn't take much for someone else to get a few points up on you when it's worth double. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that's right. Ends up pretty close. Yeah, mm. with because the, the match itself is, you know, it's just worth how many points you hit you get and that sort of thing. Whereas the overall, mm. yeah, for those those who are listening at home but not following the series closely, the finale is worth double points. So you basically take two best. Each match is worth hundred points, and you make a maximum of hundred. You take your two best scores. And then that gets added to your result at the finale, and the finale gets doubled. So the finale is worth 200 points, and that is your overall series score. And we uh, certainly saw a lot of shake-up in the ladder mm. um, for that. And the reason that that's done is because that finale means more, and it needs to mm. mean more. And you know, you really have to perform on the day. As, as Andy, you're probably one of the biggest casualties of that. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, and and yeah, there's a there's a point to say. Oh well, you know, you shot and you won a stack of matches during the year. Um, so is it a bit unfair that you lost? No, I what? wouldn't. No, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think I mean, when I look at it, the other boys just shot really well. They stepped up to the plate. Um, I had yeah minimal prep, minimal practice. You know, the yep. months leading up to it, and uh, just didn't put in the effort, and it showed. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what it came down we to. We should cut you a little bit of slack. You did oh. have to actually leave early on Saturday for yeah. a wedding, and so you missed two but, and probably really rushed one stage. Yeah. Um, but I think, I, yeah, I, overall I think, yeah, that wouldn't have changed too much. No, yeah, we, the, we did run some estimated numbers previously on those two stages mm. you missed, and had you got an average score on both of them, you actually still would have finished where you finished. So. Yeah. Um, which means you shot. You must have shot well on some stages because you still yeah. did all right, given you could do that. But the stages you missed, at least one of them was perhaps a very tough stage where yep. top score yep. was five. Yeah, okay. Yep. So it was probably not a bad one to miss. And the other one you said isn't a super strong point for you, which is the floating platform. Yeah, it's sort of hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> that one. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Well done. Um, but, yeah, so that's a... Uh, yeah, it's interesting to see. So that's yeah. certainly not – I mean, that's just a matter of fact. It's not an excuse for where it came. But uh, as you said, probably didn't make a mammoth difference no. even if you had shot that. You might have edged a place up. Yeah, it was – yeah, really just came down to my preparation for yeah. the match. Yeah, time and effort and training. Mm. So, mm. Mm. But into open next year, mate. Yeah, that's it. Looking forward to it. So um, yeah. I'll definitely be putting a bit more time and effort in. We'll step it up again. Yeah, Ramp okay. it up again and – so have you, you know, you've, you've shot an entire season now. Um, yep. You've shot your first season. You, you know, prior to that you've done practical rifle, uh, practical rimfire carnivals yep. Yep. and did well there. Coming to this, you won a bunch of matches and you, um, you know, you've always shot well. Mm. Um, what do you view, is there a couple of big things you've learnt this year that, that, you know, where time and effort or something you could pass on to the guys coming in production next year yeah. um, that perhaps they could take something from? Yeah, what's what's that phrase? Uh, is it the five P's? Shut up and shoot. Yeah. What? Um, five oh, five P's like planning, preparation, piss poor. B- planning prevents. No. Planning preparation prevents piss, piss poor, poor performance, performance. and that's, that's pretty much what I took away from the finale. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So there's there's that, and there's um, there's also you know don't don't stress too much on the gear you have. Um, like I was talking to a few of the boys there, and I remember that episode. Well, you guys were talking about, you know, what are the bare basics you could go to a match with? And it was like, yeah, like if someone rocked up with a scope, a rifle, a bipod, an ammo, like, yeah, they could borrow 
especially if you're starting out, they could borrow the majority of everything else and run with it. So, yeah, jump in, give it a crack. Um, yeah, don't don't get too hung up on on uh, group sizes and getting your load development like absolutely perfect because at the end of the day, when you're on a barricade and you got like a oh, – your, your wobble is great, like far greater than the accuracy of your rifles. So, you know, when it comes down to accuracy of your rifle, might – yeah, just doesn't – make that much difference, if you know what I mean. So, mm, mm. Yeah, when you're wobbling like, you know, two targets high and <laughs> a target left and right and you're sort of, you're thinking, so, oh, yeah, that I'm only getting a half MOA group. <laughs> this is, yeah, doesn't. So is, is, uh, is, is what you're saying more practice in the uh, like positional shooting aspect rather than yep, definitely just nailing your groups off a bag or off a sled or whatever going, yep. yeah, my rifle can do whatever I Yep. Ask it to do until I get it off the sled and I have to be in control of it sort of thing. Yeah, that's it. You, you could be punching cloverleaf so one one group holes or prone or off a bench and yep. then you get onto a on a barricade and you're just all over the shop. Yeah. Yep. You're better off spending all your time on the – even if you're, if you're grouping like one MOA, spend your time on the barricade, just try and pick a closer target and get that trigger time off of unstable positions and you'll mm. find probably better results than trying to get your group size down. Yeah, that way. Mm. Yeah, good thought. Would would that be better in uh, rimfire challenge? You think, or is is because yeah. you, you came oh. from rimfire? Is, is it different when you're dealing with recoil of a centerfire on the ranges? Yeah, a uh, little bit. I think spotting, being able to spot your impacts is pretty yeah. important. Um, I think with the mirage on the weekend, I couldn't see a few of my misses at 500, things like that. So um, that was tricky, being able to correct for that. Um, yeah, coming from the rimfire stuff, that was uh, the, the PRC, PRC, PRC is, is yep. rather offhand sort of stuff. Yep. Um, and using a, a very lightweight rifle and stuff is it's a fair bit different, but still being able to um, <coughs> understand stages, get into position quickly, set your round, like break off rounds consistently and, yep. yeah, it's still very valuable having a 22 rimfire practice mm. Mm. yeah yeah i think there's there's a there's a number of things that do, does come across well from rimfire mm. and then there's a number of things that that doesn't translate mm. um and you just need to be mindful that it's not a it's not a like it's a good way to practice it's mm. a good way to get some experience but it's not a perfect um catch-all well, fig figuring out positional stuff definitely and just like if you're offhand and you want to work on breaking your shots cleanly and at the right times and that's great. Yeah, I think I think where I see the biggest strengths about it is <laughs> is the preparation process, mm. those sort of things, the things that are generic yep. um, to it. That that because you know you say yeah, practicing position, but as soon as you introduce recall into that position, that position might have to change. Mm. Um, so it's good. Like if you know what position you have to build for recall, then you go back to rimfire. Mm. Yeah, you you run it well then. But I think it's those more, um, you know, how you pr approach a stage and how you do this and that, that those those really translate well mm. across well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yep. but there's yeah bit of bit of everything. Yep. Mm, that's uh that's good. Hey, on on the Sunday of um. I was going to ask you more, more questions about next year, but we'll come yeah. back to that. On the Sunday, we re-squatted, which is the first time we've done that, gone yes. from yep. you know, just generic <coughs> random squats to squatted in terms of performance. Yep. So squatted basically the top nine shooters as of Saturday night, then the, the 10 to 18 and then, you know, 
squads of nine, five squads of nine from there down. Did that do anything, change anything for you? Was it not event? Was it? No, I, I didn't really think too much. Like, I don't think it changed anything for me, myself. Yep. Um, if, if anything, it was more of like, oh, yeah, you guys are all like same sort of level. You can just joke around a bit more or, or um, I don't know, relax a little bit, I okay. think. Because yep. every now and then, like when you're um, with in a, in a group with like top shooters and then like beginners, yep. there might be a bit more pressure to like try and keep up with the top shooters or try and look good for the new shooters, Yep, if you know what I mean. I do, yep. Um, but yeah, oh, it was it was relaxed, like just being able to chat with them and knowing you're all on the same sort of yeah level. Yeah, yeah, found it good. But then I guess on the on the other flip side of that is you're not seeing the best shooters shoot. Sure. If if you're a beginner and you want to see yep. how the how other people run it and yeah that, that, yeah, and that's why but, I think it was it was um, tested or done on the finale. It wouldn't be something I'd do on a normal match mm. personally. Yeah, some match directors may, but you know. Normal season match, good opportunity to see the, the good shooters and shoot with some of them and learn from them and yep. do all that sort of thing. But for half of the finale, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's yeah, it's a bit of a non non event in that way. Um, it's the the finale that we went to in the US. The whole match for the whole two days was run like that. Was, yeah, okay. So where yep. you finish for the season, that's how, that's how you were squatted. So you took away that, you know, if you were hundred and thirtieth. You were in the lowest squad, or what? You know, whatever worked out to, and yep. then you had the top ten wandering around together for the entire weekend. Yep. Um, yeah, just a you know, again, just a different way of doing it. I I certainly got some um, thoughts from the the guys here at the top. It was it was good because it was you know you'd never had the best shooters all shooting together yep. and going after each other and doing that. It certainly created an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I can imagine it would have been pretty heated that end. Of, like, uh, no, that, not, like, not heated, not but heated, as in like, but yeah, it, like it was competitive. It was competitive. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was healthy competitive. Mm. Um uh which was which was good, which mm. I think I think added something to it. Um and yeah, I totally get the idea that oh you didn't get to see the top shooters shoot. Mm. Um but you did get to see them all Saturday. And all season, <laughs> so yeah. you know, a little, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's where, yeah, that's where things like the matchbook going out early and changing that and doing just different things. Yep. None of these things are rules, and that's what I think I like about PRS is that none of those things are fixed. You don't have to send a matchbook out early. You don't have to send it out mm. on the Friday afternoon. It could go out Friday morning. It could go out two weeks early. It could go out on the Monday after the match. Yep. You can do what whatever you wish to do um, and, you know, you, you just you hear what people like and don't mm. like and you cater accordingly or you don't cater accordingly depending <laughs> on how much you want to be liked. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, same with the squad. So I think it was an interesting experiment. Yep. Um, yeah, that I I certainly would do a, would do again but I'd only do it at finale. I wouldn't do it at a, yeah, at a regular I, match. I can't, yeah. I think, it, I think it went pretty well. for next year. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I totally wouldn't do that. <laughs> First match in, bang, it's happening. So all the guys who finished top ten last last year, squad one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boom, mm. boom. Um, so yeah, if I can comment on that, because I yeah. started. Uh, you only did Sunday. On Sunday, yeah, yeah. I only was spotter on Sunday. And yeah. the first uh, squad through was the top squad. The top squad, squad, that's right. On the stage I was doing. Yep. And this was before any wind, any mirage, and they it was like watching professional people go about their professional duties and you're like, wow, this looks really easy. <laughs> Who wrote this match? And then yeah. the wind picked up and then the mirage came in and it just became a nightmare for everyone, I think, 
even like you know that squad had moved on to other stages. Yeah, of course. But it was just like amazing to watch that group of shooters go through and just see how it should just, be done. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was like poetry in motion for yeah. most of them. Yeah, um, and and the ones that it wasn't poetry in motion, they only missed like a couple. Yeah, it was yeah, it was amazing. Like dead calm, no mirage at whatever ungodly hour it was in the morning. Yeah. Like seven o'clock or something. <laughs> we started seven, eight, seven, eight, eight, eight o'clock that morning. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anything without two, <laughs> n- two numbers on yeah. the yeah. <laughs> Anything in the AMs just <laughs> off, off limits, really. <laughs> no, it was just, it was, yeah, it was a pleasure to watch. Yeah. And then the conditions picked up and the mirage came in. And it became horrible to watch. And no, it was still <laughs> fantastic to yeah. watch. I, can, I like watching people miss. Um <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. Um, <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Save your voice, you know. Yeah, I do. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't say many of them. <laughs> no, it was just. It was really good, and it yeah. just uh, for me, it was uh, very informative to, you know, the conditions. Even if you 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 know you can shoot four hundred meters mm. uh, in dead calm, no mirage. As soon as that kicks up, you've got to be able to read those conditions and, mm. you know, compensate. And when the wind's changing direction from, you know, 6 o'clock to blowing 9 o'clock, mm. it's, it's going to play havoc with how you're doing it. So there's, there's more to this game than uh, just practising in dead steel conditions off, off a bench or off mm. prone. Yeah. Yeah, it was just really, really informative. And challenge, it looked very challenging and interesting and fun. Mm. 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 Andy, next year, mm. what are you going to be running gear wise? Mm. 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 Uh, mm. Depends how much cash I get on the street. Scissor <laughs> 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 <Sizzling> me timbers. <laughs> Got to work that bulk pretty hard. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm still. I think my plan for now is still going to run the the Tiger, okay. the, the tax. So I'll just be. Well, my plan is, depending on funds, uh, swapping the trigger, barrel, uh, scope, and um, and then the the rail and the accessories on the front of it. So, yep. um, yeah, I'll still just run the, the Tika platform and mm. just change out the the bits and pieces. Cool. Mm. Okay. And uh, optics-wise? Yeah, I haven't thought of that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see how we go. That's, that's going to be the... The main expenditures, so okay, yeah, yeah, obviously the the big dollar thing. Big so dollar item. we'll see how we go. <coughs> gotcha. Mm. Might end up running what I've got for the first couple of matches and just okay. yeah, see just, see where it goes from yeah, there. That's it. Funding, yeah, funding. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. nice. So you said preseason started. Have you have you actually started doing anything consciously for it? Um, no, no I taking a break. Other uh, than talking about it? Yeah. Talking, talking about, about it. Yeah, I'm getting ready for next year. So what are you doing? No, I'm, I'm no, talking. I'm getting ready. Like I'm doing it right now. I've got I'm, my hat on. Look at me. Everything. Look at me go. I'm thinking about changing that barrel. I'm thinking about getting a new trigger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about cleaning my rifle from the finale. No. <laughs> and I'm not going to do any of it. I'm going to get two weeks out and be like, shit, I need all of this done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you start to midnight the night before. Yeah. <laughs> loading ammo. Yeah. That's how you get good, isn't it? That's yeah. exactly the right. The five P's. <laughs> piss poor, piss poor preparation. <laughs> <laughs> the five P's. Yeah. Sen- sensational. Okay, so, good. Yep. 
We'll go with that. Check in. Check in. Watch this space. <laughs> That's right, Patreon guys. Watch, uh, watch just watch over there. Watch this six months space yeah. do absolutely yeah. nothing and then there'll be a hectic yeah. rush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a message from Mandy the, the Wednesday night before yeah. <laughs> before the period. Can't podcast tonight. We're loading ammo. Yeah. And, uh, and currently don't have a barrel. Yeah. What and do you know about fitting a barrel? Like, uh, not a lot. Why? <laughs> No one go. Should I stay with six five or should I go six men? Uh, split the split the difference. Six point two five. <laughs> Running six five barrels with six mil bullets is the way to go. Quarter. Yeah, quarter. Go the quarter inch. <laughs> two five. Point two five. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it. Qu- and they quarter talk. creed. Quarter creeds. Yeah. There you go. Yes. If you live you your life a quarter, quarter creed at a time. Mm. What's a quarter creed? It's a Point two five Creedmoor. Interesting. Mm. It's like that other rifle you wanted to get that came out on April Fools. The seven point six Creed. <laughs> Mate, I've been running one all year. Performs just... flawlessly. I'm just waiting for the brass. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> uh, so it's uh yeah, good. Yep. See Finale. what happens. Mm. Finale. Yeah, it was uh it was good fun. Mm. Um any favorite stages from you, Andy? Ooh, the boat one was interesting. The a boat lot. one, yeah. I mean, not only is it unstable on a on a trailer, yep. sort of rocking around a bit, being yep. unsupported, but also when the wind picks up, it pushes the trailer, and then it uh, pushes the boat, and you wobble even more. And yep. um, this was yeah. a stage where you're you're in an actual tinny, yeah, um, yep. and you had to shoot a couple of shots at about three hundred meters, yep, off the uh, the side of it. Yep, so you're pretty much. Supported the front, yeah, yeah, yep. and then you had to go seated, unsupported, kneeling, unsupported, standing, unsupported, yep. at two hundred meters, yep, on a bigger, fairly generous it target. Was fairly generous, yeah. and that still didn't help a lot. No, no, I still <laughs> suffered. Yep. And then back down to uh, to support it again. Yep. Um, so you, what was your position? You're sort of kneeling down and off the edge of the off the side of the boat. Yeah, so the, there's the a bench seat in the boat, oh, so okay. you you could yep. sit on that for your seated, unsupported, yep. and then you're pretty much kneeling on the floor of the tinny. To shoot out the side of it, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, just definitely the standing one. And just when that wind, the gust of wind comes along, wobbles the boat. And yeah. You're, <laughs> you're all over the place. and Yeah, yeah cool. So was, it's sort of like being on water. Yeah, yeah. Ish. 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 Okay. So there was no cricket on? <laughs> what? Any time you go that, out fishing, you yeah, turn touch, the cricket on. That's exactly right. Dutch and I generally mm. listen to the cricket when we go fishing mm-hmm. and get sunburned. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. 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 So uh, you catch that no one. fish, and I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe anyone caught any fish that day. <laughs> no, there's no fish. Yeah, yeah. they're well, fishing. No. So fishing. <laughs> All you need is reruns of the Ashes. <laughs> when we won, I don't know when what? that was. Was that last time? Did we just win the Ashes? Yeah. I don't know. Well, there you go. We did. There you we go. did. Yeah. Go us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, good. So, Did we use sandpaper? No. Not this time. Not no. this time. No, not this time. It doesn't work well on projectiles. Oh, our <laughs> luck. Oh, yeah. No, it, it depends. If there's, a, well, yeah. if there's a bit of a wind to one side, you like sandpaper that side of the projectile and it will pick up a bit more. Yeah, yeah it'll be fine. It's the spin drift that does it for that's, me. That's, that's what spin I rely on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all rely on spin drift. That's yeah, it. That's general rule in life. That's how yeah. I curve them. That's how I go around roundabouts, <laughs> mate. That's how I go to the toilet, mate. <laughs> <laughs> It's a messy bowl. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. We're going to have to. That one. (laughs) 
It's well, we've just got the title of the episode. <laughs> it is a messy bowl. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about cricket. Oh, you're on. You're talking about the toilet. Gotcha. Oh, I'm talking I'm about with you. whatever you yeah. want. Whatever you want to think about. Been huh? drifting to the sh- and it's a messy bowl <laughs> with sandpaper. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Right. Good. Honey HQ would be proud. <laughs> oh no, I've made them proud. <laughs> That's the bottom of the barrel stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, um, it's good. Let's oh, keep, keep actually... on going. <laughs> I'll be impressed if I can make them blush one day. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the that's the gold Is medal the goal? award, isn't it? Oh yeah. man, yeah, we'd we'd get banned off everything if we, <laughs> if we did that. Let's, let's do a private episode. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just to those guys. Yeah, that would be yeah, uh, that would be. That won't be uh, generally rated on ours. No, no. Perfect. Perfect. Not safe for public consumption, I think. No. <laughs> hey, I did have a PRS question coming from a listener. Um, let me find it. Let me find it. Um, this could take a moment. That's right. If any of yeah. our what was Here we go. Here Patreon is. supporters want to kick in some cash for a new chair, mine's got a knock in it. <laughs> no, every time I can, I don't know if anyone can hear it through the microphone. No. No. It's not your toilet bowl. <laughs> nah, that's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Rory. I believe Rory actually might be watching now. Um, uh, always a laugh and sometimes great info too. It's not, it's not talking we'll up to too much. The info yeah, section, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, we don't know what we're talking about. Take on some feedback. Men for that. We're doing pretty sure out of a whole episode, there's like five minutes of good content. We must be doing the wrong thing. That's generous. Uh, I'm not currently involved in PRS shooting. Most Why? likely, <laughs> most likely go hunting, but would love to get in there and give it a go as it looks like a bit of fun. I'm in, in the sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, no, carry on. Uh, I'm in the process of getting together a new rifle. So far, I've got a Curtis Axim uh, action, Trigger Tech Diamond, and a Graybo stock, and I'm looking at barrels. So far, the proof carbon Sendero 6524 inch has my eye, but was interested to know a little more about what brand profiles and lengths most PRS shooters are using out in the field. Do you think the proof carbon barrels are the way to go? With cost not being the main concern, what would you guys use? Look forward to hearing mm. your opinions and keep up the great podcast. There is one other question. We'll come back to that in a minute. All right. So the, the big question here. Um, what barrel? Barrel. Yeah. Barrels. No cost. No at no cost. Is it brand and profile or yeah, brand, for... brand profile length. Yep. Um, that sort of that sort of thing. Shindig. What do you say? What caliber is he running? Six five. Six five. Okay, six five. Any thoughts, Andy? Not you. Um, well, I'd say probably most of the guys are running a twenty-two to twenty-four inch barrel, and then you add the break on that. Yep. Um. Yeah, I think we had a quick discussion, a 26-inch barrel, and then adding a break on that's probably... Probably a bit long. Yeah, it's going to be a bit... The maneuverability in and out yep. of barricades and stages, I guess. <clears throat> gotcha. Yep. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I, th- I think there's not... I mean, really, what's... I think David's even's... Uh, t- David's uh, got a 20-inch barrel on his, I think. I think you're right. But yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, only going out to 500 metres, sort of, most the majority of the... Matches, yeah, but not, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't build around that now. No, knowing yeah, yeah, that yeah. next year is going to start stretching. Oh shit! Um, okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make all the decisions first. about that. Um, well, I mean, this year we had nine hundred <laughs> uh, up in no, Darwin. We we 
We had a couple yeah, of ranges that, that was, was that 600. A 900, like a Darwin 900, which is really like 600. Because <laughs> I uh, know who would have written that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a legit 900 because it wasn't his range. So, oh, yeah, we ranges to do that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, legit 900. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And next year's I looking, hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> looking like a legit 1,000. Wow. Pass, possibly... 1.1, but anyway, it's 1,000-ish. It, yeah. right? Right. So um, I would sort of gear, gear yep. towards that. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know if the extra two inches is worth trying to like, chase a velocity, though. Yeah, I, like, well, I guess what I'm saying is 20 is probably not where it's no. at. Yep. 22, 20, 24 seems, seems good for Pretty me. Pretty common. Yeah. Yep. Um, he mentions there on um, proof carbon barrels. Proof carbon barrels, I think, are excellent. Yep. But... I, I know he says that cost isn't the problem, but I, I really would probably be inclined to, to say no because you you do go through barrels if mm. you if you play this game properly you, you go through barrels. It's probably the yep. one of the one of the the more expensive things you go through, mm. um, and so yeah, to be able to change your barrel out um, without yeah you know, without thinking about the cost of it, it's probably not yep. a silly position to be in. Yeah. And I think with the uh, the proof barrels, obviously, if they're carbon wrapped and things like that, great because they're light, good if they're if you're unsupported <laughs> and things, but may affect the balance of your rifle, and yeah. you, then you end up adding weights to the front and yeah, um, that sort of thing. So yeah, I wouldn't do it for the weight. Yeah, you, you mm. often do want that. You, I'd probably look at the the um, the profile rather than the mm. rather than the material. Um, yeah, and there's a couple of guys running proof barrels, but I, I think that. Most guys have have gone to them for one, and and then we'll put them on their hunting gun mm. for sure, or as a secondary barrel or something along those lines. Yep, because they're an excellent barrel. Mm. Um, when, when it's not certainly not trying to say that they're an excellent barrel, but the proof stainless steel barrels would probably be what you want to run. Yep, yeah, because you bump through them mm. as need be. Um, yeah, in terms of profile, um, I've got a thickish, heavy Palmer. <laughs> I think is what mine is. Um, the Vormant. Yeah, it's a Vormant or a Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> One of those. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, something you can say funny in a 12th man accent. Yep. Yeah. Something you can use target. as a crowbar probably. Yeah, target. Yeah, and shoot some targets. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Can you say straight profile in, in a funny way? Please say no because no, then. No, I don't. No, I, we I can't don't. recommend that it. That wouldn't be yeah. funny. No. No. So not, not don't, straight. Don't go straight, yeah. yeah. No. Don't, don't go straight. Definitely. Definitely yeah. not. Right. <laughs> um, the other question that Rory had. With your barrel. Your lifestyle choices are yours, mate. <laughs> the other subject uh, I'd like to touch on would be magazine capacity. Most people running five or ten. Ten. Yeah, yeah, I'd ten. say ten. There's ten. no, no ten question minimum. about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, if, you've, if you've got a five, I'd probably hold that as a, as a third mag and have two tens. Yeah, yep. sure. Yep, ten. Ten, ten. Get two tens and, mm. and you're good. Yep. Yeah. Maybe three, probably three. Sure. Because yeah. if you've got any force, mag one change. One shit itself. Yeah, that During could happen. Match, so yeah. If, yeah. Yep. If you um, give up. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. If, you, if you, you know, if it's the difference between buying a carbon barrel and a not carbon barrel and buying one mag or three, mm. yeah, go stay in a steel <laughs> barrel and buy three mags. Three mags, yeah. And mag holes. And, and you know, there's, there's some money and some yep. those little accessories that we don't talk about a huge amount because, that, I mean, one – we don't talk about it a lot because they're those little accessories that new shooters don't need day one. Mm. But we probably 
we probably should do a podcast on yeah. the nicer gear. Yep. Like, all right, if you've got some money to burn, right, here, these, these are not burning money things. These are really good. Yep. Has there been a piece of equipment for you this year, Andy, that, that's has been very worthwhile, the money you've spent on it, that wouldn't be regarded as first purchase options? Uh, recently acquired a, a hog saddle sort of decent tripod setup yep. on top. Um, haven't used it a whole lot, but it is useful if I do need it. Um, mm -hmm. And then on sort of a magazine sort of side note, um, I did have some – well, one type of magazine pouch, which is like a a, uh, a fabric one, and I found was it, that my was mags... it your pocket. <laughs> yeah, nah, it wasn't fabric my pocket. Things, fabric it was, pouch. It was uh, uh, a belt mounted internal magazine holder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sheltered. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Poop, pooping out cartridges of me. One, two, three. <laughs> no wonder your bowl was ruined, drift, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting like shit. No, I'm shooting <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, had had one style of mag mag pouch, and it didn't really work out. They were just falling out, and yeah, so right. upgraded, spent the money on on some rigid, rigid What'd you ones. Get? Uh, the Horizon. Horizon. Yeah, yeah, cool. I think they've become pretty popular. Mm. Yeah, I think they are the Aussie standard now. Mm. Jeff. Uh, didn't shoot any matches here this year because it's too busy making horizon pouches for everyone. Oh, it's a shame. So but good. <laughs> yeah, well keep him that way. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no. Someone has to make the sacrifice though. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm. Now nah, he'll be back shooting next year, which will be great. Yeah, pouches awesome. and all. Pouches and all. So yeah, nice. Okay, so that would be that'd be your picks. Yeah, it just it just makes it um Easier, especially when you're prepping for a stage. You don't have to worry about oh, shoving a mag in your pocket yeah. or holding it in, with your hand and walking Put around. Put it in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sort of nonsense. You can just yeah. have have them there ready to go. Yeah. And if you've got three mags, you probably only need two holders because then, you know, you're starting off with one in yep. your rifle. Yep. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I've certainly seen three mags save some guys uh, mm. and, and two round holders if useful as well. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, but that's uh, yeah, certainly a good way. Good way to be. Good way to spend your money, yep. Rory. So, I um, you get something else? No, I just thought on the on the on the other hand, I um, I thought I'd get my red dot on my scope because oh, I'd right. I'd use it heaps. Yeah, I haven't taken the cover off of it. So, okay, is that so? This is like <laughs> you're talking about a little red dot that that sits on your side that you might use to yeah. quickly engage a target or at least get on target quickly. Yeah, yeah. Say, so, say if you were bouncing between a five hundred and a and a one hundred or two hundred meter yep. gong or something like that, I thought it might come in in handy. But um, with the scope I've got, I can hold over relatively easy. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, at five hundred, it's at f I'm holding about three mil, and it's all within the scope. I don't have to change anything, so I just mm -hmm. just ran that. Yeah. And is that? Be do you think that's? Um Something you haven't used in practice a whole heap. Like, have you played with that red dot immensely in practice? I have played around with it a little bit, um, and I know that I can nail a, a gong at a fifty percent IPSC at two hundred. I can hit, yeah, uh, about seventy percent of the time because yep. the red dot every, covers every up. time though. Yeah, seventy percent of the time. <laughs> every yep. time. Every time. Um, mainly because the red dot covers the majority of the target. Gotcha. So if it's Difficult to see the target if it's in the shade or something like that. Then, yep. yeah, 
it's uh, okay. it's easier just to use your scope. Gotcha, mm. gotcha. Because mm. I know I know some guys are running those purely for quick target acquisition. Yep. So they use you know two eyes open or something like that, and get down behind the gun, use that to yep. put them immediately on target, and then close the eye and they're on. Yep. Um, but any of those things just take immense practice. Oh, definitely. Yeah, mm. yeah it's got to be. It's got to be the point where it's second nature before you actually even attempt to use it. Yeah, yeah. And I think if you're having, if you're probably getting to that point where you, you say if you don't have a red dot and you're getting behind the rifle and you're struggling to find your target, you're zoomed in too far. Yeah, yeah. So back don't, out your don't zoom. Don't disagree in. with that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Good. Um, just got another question here. Ooh. Somewhere. Did that cover everything on there? Profile length. Yeah, our profiles. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. we talked a little bit about as long as the Dutch, you can say it in a good accent, you'll be covered. Just thick. Just get not a pencil. Yeah, yeah see, I, like um, medium or heavy Palmer seem yeah. to be Palmer, seem to be good. <laughs> Palmer. Yeah, there you go. So it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, just get a medium Palmer. <laughs> um, something like that looks uh, looks all right. So. Mm. Yep. Mm. Um, got another question that I did actually hit back uh, today. But Anthony was asking, is looking to buy oh, car- cartridge selection PRS rifle to uh, look at competing with uh, at some point, uh, taking out to 1,200 metres. Uh, I'm thinking 6.5 Creedmoor or 6.5 by 284. Um, you f*** that barrel in a 284 in like <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> yeah. If you have to run 12 shots through it in like... Thirty seconds. That thing will just be sagging. I, I did reply to Anthony saying, "Mate, it's it's very much a recall game. Um, your six five will comfortably get to twelve hundred meters. Yep. Um, it's not really a big issue there. So, yeah, as long as you're not trying to drop game at twelve hundred meters reliably, that's probably where you might switch to the other one. But you wouldn't want to use that for a PRS match. No. So if you are buying a PRS rifle to compete, um, don't deviate too yeah. far from the norm. Go yeah. to Creed." Yeah, it I mean, worked it, for Apollo. <laughs> Did oh, it? That's a rocky reference. Yeah, I know. Well, he's just looking. He was blank. Oh, yeah. Look at him. Look yeah. at him. Oh, wait, didn't Apollo I'm die? Didn't question. that Russian guy kill him? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What? I'm reading the question. <laughs> Sorry. We're talking Rocky, mate. Yeah, yeah moved on. on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stuck at the question. Oh, so, ah, questions? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, yeah, left-handed shooter. Oh, let's move on. <laughs> Um, did he yeah. put did he put that in there? He did. He hasn't listened to the show, has he? <laughs> uh, you can't get six five and left handed. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Go a, go a two four three Slayer. Two four three Slayer. Okay. Let's I'd, do that. I said I'd put that in a podcast for someone. Oh, did and you? It's, oh, been, oh, yeah. it's been months since I said that, and I finally remembered to do it. Okay. <laughs> Are we are we taking are we taking like words from uh, from the audience or from friends that we have to drop in at some point through the podcast? Oh, I do. Good. Yeah, that's yeah. why I just have talk, you had talk success so much rate? Shit. Uh, I'm on one now. <laughs> yeah, that was two months in the waiting. <laughs> yeah, two months. I said I'd mention Good. it of like desired Good. cartridges, which is just a two four three Ackley improved. Yep. Yeah. Uh, with Slayer. a bit of extra slayiness in it. All right. <laughs> A little bit. It's more metal, metal, metal yeah, than it's standard. More, it's more metal than standard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. When it comes out, it goes, Araya. <laughs> doesn't go bang. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, is the, um, is the, is it 224 
Um, Not the Valkyrie, is it? Yeah, that one. Is that becoming a thing over here? Is that showing a presence? I don't know, mate. You've shot plenty of matches. See one? No. Yeah. Okay. The Valkyrie is uh, was designed really to run in a get a good performance out of a AR. Yep. Okay. And you know, because we're running bolt guns, you don't it's, have that it's not, particular yeah. requirement. So you may as well run a twenty-two to fifty. Yep. And um, then you may as well not do that in a PRS you, match. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So oh, okay. um, <clears throat> nothing particularly wrong with them. They just don't. Mm. They don't. There's not a burning need for them here, like in the yep. US. Yep. So, yeah, it's sort of, you know, with, with over there when they were running, um, when running gas gun comps, yeah, okay. it made good sense. Yeah, to run a really heavy 2 yep. full projectile. But, yeah, we don't have that restriction here. So, restriction, benefit, advantage, whatever, mm. whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, si- situation. It's, it's yeah. Less requirements or higher, depending how you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've gone downhill. Okay, good. good. How can you go downhill from rock bottom? <laughs> we're, we're, we're still scraping the bottom. We're in the mining, yeah. mining territory now. <laughs> we're uh, frack, fracking, sucking on, fracking. sucking on bore water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've run out of beer. What's going on with that? Good. All right. I think. I do you have more? You do have more. Oh, you got more beer? In the car. If it's in the car, I could go to the bar. Anyway, we're probably about done. Probably. Uh, did you want to? Do you want another beer? Uh, some of us have to drive. <laughs> it's, it doesn't bother me. Because <laughs> you don't have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> have to drive. Yeah. I've got a beer there. It was a um, an ale brewing, a very pale ale. It was two and a half, two and a half drinks per can. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, the the um, bottle gave me a heads up. He's like, just say so you no, know, mate. Eight point five percent. Just so you know. <laughs> that sounds like a good roadie. I've looked at it and went, "Well, oh, that's why they sell it in a four pack, mate." Yeah, because <laughs> you won't get through six of them. Yeah, yeah. Right. challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, ask Trace about that. Are you cause... ready to see me go to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest; he's got all day to drink four beers. So. <laughs> well, yeah, ten, but... ten beers, really. <laughs> why waste your time? Just get them all done in the morning. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then have a nice healthy lunch. <laughs> Be good to go. Let's go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we have digressed significantly. Oh. For now, it's been fun. Thanks for uh, for all the guys who were involved in uh, in in the season. Mm. Really, it was in the season. <laughs> 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 uh, even, sorry, Aaron, even Aaron, even Aaron <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was good fun. Mm. Uh, it was good fun. It was really good fun. It was yeah, good but fun. The whole year. whole year's been good fun. Yeah. So it was, it was good. And then uh, I ended up with a new rifle, which is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. So if you've seen the, the gayest gay tiger in the world, wow. um, that uh, thanks has to been a, some very surpassed by this one. <laughs> <laughs> some extremely generous people who um, did, uh, didn't tell me anything and then bought me a gun. Um, it was very... Exceptionally kind of them. Um, I end up with a with a very flash gun. So if you haven't seen it, that looks sick. It has got a rainbow paint job with black mm. tiger stripes, uh, and of course it's in six GT, six K tiger. Um, yeah, none of these photos are working. We've we killed our internet. Probably have. 
No, we only killed our internet by trying to use it. <laughs> so if you don't use it, it's fine. That's it. Well, drop, everyone else is trying to use it Drop the stream well. to the Patreons. <laughs> <laughs> Can't handle this much. <laughs> Too much. Anyway, you guys have seen it. Hopefully we'll have that next uh, next week, mm. uh, next next podcast, have a little look at it. It's an impact action, all very flash. And I have to, I have to learn how to use the thing now and get out there and shoot a match. So I did actually go and uh, last week I, I bought a um, – uh, KRG chassis for my 2D3. Nice. So I've got virtually matching chassis to uh, to practice with. Yep. Um, eventually that virtually chassis. Virtually matching. One's probably like a drab, what is it, olive drab or black, flat one's, marker. One's black. Yep. Yeah. When and I said virtually one, matching, right? They're nothing yeah. alike. <laughs> it's actually an NBA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're KRG. They're just, they're, there's, there's a couple of minor differences. In the knobs and bits and pieces and shapes and stuff. Anyway, not not important. Gay one's um, got a big knob. Gay one has got the biggest knob. Um, you definitely need to put a really big break on that. It's got a break on it. A, a really big one. I was going to put the um. I was going to put the uh, the APA chode on it. Nice. Yeah. If you and then the biggest bolt handle you can find. <laughs> Good. Um, mm. Yeah, so I've got myself one for the 2D3, so I'll be yeah. able to get out there. You'll just be there stroking it the whole time. Like, yeah. Mate, I need my rifle back. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost it. I just can't stop. I'm just warming it up. <laughs> right, well, you, I'll shoot. You cycle the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go team. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So, yeah, the, the GT is going to be a little while on brass, I suspect. Uh, Alpha Munitions are producing brass shortly. So when hmm. they do, I'll get some of their brass. And till then, I'll crank the 2 to 3 and get some practice in. So, yeah, and then uh, someone's got to convince me to go to a match next year and actually shoot it. Yeah. 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 But there's some exciting things on. For, anyway, <laughs> more details about PRS next year. Um, hmm. If you are listening, you want to know the dates for next year. Um, Too bad. Jan- yeah, pretty much. January. Too bad. January. Yeah, um, it's Christmas. <laughs> pretty much we're into Christmas <laughs> now. Yeah. No, but the reason the reason is uh, you know a lot of ranges are run by committees and committees meet every month or two, um, and so things do take time to, to process. Mm. So um, yeah, uh, dates will come out as soon as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, stay calm. We'll be back. Oh, stay calm. <laughs> stroke the tiger. Thanks for listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast. To continue the discussion, check out our Facebook page. And for more information, head to our website, www.precisionshootingpodcast.com.au. This episode was brought to you by Impact Dynamics.